everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Vani here, and today we it's going to be a wild ride because Vani just came back from camping, and Vani's like, fuck a camp trip. <laughs> I'm all real ass bitch, give a fuck about camping. Um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Vani, welcome back to the real world. Welcome back to civilization. Um, <laughs> today we have a, a big lineup for you guys. We always usually do, but I'm excited about today's show because it's a lot of people that we normally don't talk about sprinkled in with some people that we always talk about because they just keep doing dumb shit. So some of the people that we are talking about on today's podcast, Dr. Dre, uh, Juvenile and the Fire Festival, Megan the Stallion, the cast of The Vampire Diaries, the cast of Twilight, Zach Efron. We're also talking about Lance Bass and Justin Timberlake, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane, Chrissy Teigen, The Rock, Vin Diesel, Chloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, Lamar Odom, Britney Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, Normani, Cardi B, Hayden Panettiere, James Sister Charles, Anna Ferris, Nick Cannon, Kevin Hart, Jeff Bezos, Biz Marquis, Lala Kent, and Demi De fucking Lovato. Bitch, this is a lineup, girl. I was like, fuck, that's a lot. (laughs) So, let's get into... I want to talk about Megan Thee Stallion because I fucking stand her. I'm obsessed with Megan Thee Stallion. Like I love her fucking music. I don't got Megan knees. I can't if I if we're dropping it low, it ain't coming back up. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Megan Thee Stallion, she loves to interact with her fans, and she recently went on Twitter. I guess she's watching uh, the show The Vampire Diaries because it's on Netflix. So she's watching it, and Vani and I, uh, I think you were right. You liked it. We, I think oh, like it, love it. Yeah. I yeah, we love it. Call me Mrs. Salvatore. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so um, she went on a rant talking about she was pissed after a uh, spoiler, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> big time. If you haven't watched all these years later, Elena uh, was off the show for a while towards the end of the the uh, per, like the series, and she went on a rant talking about something like you know my bitch Elena's gone. I don't even want to watch some more. <laughs> And then people started asking her who she liked. So they asked, like, do you do you love Caroline? And she simply put, nope. <laughs> and they asked her if she was Team Damon or Team Stefan. Who do you think she picked? That bitch better said Damon. Yep. She's a Damon Stefan. All day, baby. All day. <laughs> then she expressed her love. They started talking about uh, they being the uh, like her fans started talking about other vampire shows. So I talked about HBO's True Blood, which I was obsessed with. Also, same. And Megan said that she actually has watched that numerous times, like every season, more than once. I'm like same sister, and um, she said that her favorite character from True Blood was Eric, and that Eric. he could. <laughs> She said that Eric could get it. <laughs> oh, he like, come get it twice on Sunday, shit. Damn, girl. <laughs> and then uh, she, it was funny because uh, she reposted a tweet from when the Twilight series was out. And she mm-hmm. said, 
this Twilight Saga is going to take all these kids' money. Now it's like part two to Breaking Dawn. When will this shit end? Just fuck the wolf already. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, fuck Jacob, girl. Get you a Jacob. (laughs) She's on all the right teams, and I am here for it. Were you team Edward or team Jacob? Man... I, I was team both of them. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I, just <laughs> I mean, I might be leaning a little towards Jacob right now, but I don't know. I can't. I, I'll be one of those like, I can't. I can't. It's, it's not that diff- what do you What do you want? It's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, it's like different though for like the book readers and movie watchers, I feel like. Because like in the yeah. books, I feel like it's a lot harder to make that decision. Like oh, in the beginning. So because at the end, we all know what happens and like it's easier for you to fall in love with like Edward and Bella. But yeah. like in the beginning, it's like you love them both. Like you want all of them together. <laughs> so, Make it work, girl. Make it work. Speaking of a trio, what about Damon? I know you're team Damon. So was I. However, who did you want Elena to end up with happily ever after? Nobody fucking Elena. Elena got on my fucking nerves. Like literally, like she was cool in the beginning. I liked her better when she. Well, I liked Catherine. Catherine was the bitch I fucking liked. Oof. Catherine is but, that bitch that you love to hate. Yes, yes, like she when fucking she walked, was. She walked into the room and you're like, oh, I can't stand that bitch, but I fucking love her. Mm-hmm. But if like my two teams, like my little triangle on that was. Damon and fucking Klaus. I was and, about uh, to say the same. <laughs> oh. Okay, so talk. We are very toxic because can you imagine Damon, Catherine, and Klaus? Mm. Bitch. Uh-uh. And Elijah. <laughs> Elijah is like a close runner-up to that. I sometimes it's hard for me to choose between between Klaus and Elijah. It's like because Elijah is the best of both worlds. He's the toxic, like. Ooh, really, girl? But he also has his moral side. So he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like both of them. And, you know, but, but I'm all, Klaus could murder a whole fucking village and I'll be right <laughs> back and talk about he had his reasons. I get it. That, <laughs> like, it could be a whole ass village of innocent people. And I'm like, they did wrong. They shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Whoever upset him, y'all, y'all fucked up. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is but the do it, do it with your shirt off though, with your shirt off, baby. <laughs> so this is now the vampire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was cool that like Megan the Scion. Um, she's also like um known, like she's like been very vocal about loving anime and other like kind of people would say nerdish things. Um, so I think that's cool. But before we move on to the next um, topic I want to announce something very exciting so our podcast is getting a new sister show and Avani do you want to talk about it a little bit oh yes I am so finally excited to bring this podcast to life we have been working on creating this podcast and getting this podcast up and running for like what a year or two I don't even yeah. know since its inception Abel and I created Bitches Who Brunch and this podcast was basically guy locker room talk but girl locker room talk because i know you guys think you're nasty and stuff like that but baby you ain't nothing compared to us females so we definitely had to give our female take on everything from um bjs to 
you know, any other kind of sex talk, believe me, it was a wild ride. It's so much fun doing this podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. Unfortunately, there is no video for this podcast. It is straight stream right now, um, voice only. But hey, who knows? Down the line, we'll be able to get some callers in, maybe even get like guests you know, host in there with us. I am so excited to see where this is going to go. And what I am most excited to hear is feedback from the fans, definitely on some of the topics we talk about, because it can't be just like our point of view. We want to hear from you guys, what you guys think, what you guys like, you know, all that good stuff. Don't be shy (laughs) because we're not going to be. Yeah. So I'm a producer on that podcast and I had to edit and produce the first episode that Vani sent to me. And there's four of them that we have in the can and ready for you all to listen to and y'all let me tell you there cannot be a video for this podcast that has to be an only fans <laughs> because the shit from the first five minutes is like oh my god i had to make sure that I, like i could only hear like on my audio on my headphones i'm like oh my god if somebody hears this shit like people are gonna hear this <laughs> And I, it's like, it was just the best thing that I've listened to. It's so funny and informative, Um, but it is um, definitely, I would say, like, locker room talk meets The View, if The View was X-rated and The View um, wasn't a bunch of old ladies, like, if it was just, like, a younger, like, if they were aunties and not grandmas on The View, you know, like, an auntie. (laughs) But speaking like X-rated, like not R-rated, bitch, X-rated. So Bitches Who Brunch premieres next Tuesday, July 27th. So make sure you find it in all the streaming networks. There's uh, what is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, just all of them. So make sure you go follow, review all that good stuff and soon hopefully you guys can do call-ins and do all that stuff because it is one hell of a show you guys are going to love it so let's move on to another x-rated bitch cardi b and normani so normani released this song i believe it's called wild side i don't know if you've heard it yet um bitch it's i live for it okay so at first i was kind of torn i'm like it's so different. And when you hear it, I need you to hear it, Vani and everyone listening. I need y'all to listen because when you first hear it, you're taken back for a second because like the lyrics are very dirty, but it's, she's using an Aaliyah sample. And I can't remember which Aaliyah song it is, but Aaliyah was that bitch back in the day. Okay. And I like it because the video is very, very much Aaliyah choreography, all the, all the above. Well, um, the video and the song um, charted the number one song on all genres across iTunes when it came out. Um, That's Normani's very first number one hit song solo because she used to be a member of Fifth Harmony. And let me tell you, Cardi B is on this song and this bitch, the very first few words are, and I'm not quoting her, but she's talking about something like, it's my dick and I want it now. And then she okay. goes on. <laughs> and then she goes on and says, I could probably suck a watermelon through a straw. I'm like, bitch, talk about some <laughs> strong jaw bones. Like she wants you to touch that little thing and laying in the back of her neck, like back of her throat. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here same sis. Uh, no, that's I'm on. That's for bitches who brunch. Tune in. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I need you guys to go listen to it. And then in the video, Normani and Cardi are like, I don't know if they're, I don't know if it's a stripper pole they're leaning on. They're leaning on something, and they're both like butt ass naked, and all that's covering like their private parts is like long blocks bundles of hair. It is Ooh. fucking amazing. And what's the name of the song again? Wild Side. So. It is fucking amazing. I love it. I think everyone needs to listen to it. Vani, you'll love it, especially talk about, you know, it's my dick and I want it now. I'm like, okay, girl, say what you want. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, why don't we go ahead and move on from Cardi B to Dr. Dre? Oh, all right. Dr. Dre. Wow. <laughs> He can give thanks to a ironclad prenup that he has for having to pay Nicole Young almost $300,000 a month in spousal support. So, and that is until she remarries or gets into a new domestic partnership or either one of them die or if, you know, the, the courts say otherwise. So for, you know, the future, uh, if that's what it is, $300,000 a month in spousal support. Um, he's also responsible for her health care and for paying for the, <laughs> for the Malibu house and a house in the um, Pacific Palisades. So, I mean, she came out of this really, <laughs> really good. Side note on this story, like the funny, like, okay, the funny part of this story that I thought was hilarious was when I was reading this story, I was reading it from E! Online, like, I got a huge kick out of it, so the headline is, you know, like, his his court stuff, his divorce stuff got decided, you know, and here's the specifics, but the way it started was, Doc, you know, Dr. Dre, who was released earlier this year, after suffering a brain aneurysm, and then uh, da, 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 there's a story. Like, what the fuck was that? In the- <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Like, were we supposed to feel sorry for him because he had a brain aneurysm and now, oh, boo-hoo, he's got to pay 300 Like, what the... Mm, like, that that part of the story is just seemed, like, so irrelevant. <laughs> like, what are you doing with that? But whatever. So, you know, $300,000 a month. I mean, sounds like a lot to normal people like you and I, but I'm pretty sure she was used to a life of luxury. So to her, it sounds like a drop in the bucket. What do you think? Um, so $300,000 is a lot of money. So for those of you that don't do not do math, like I, I don't do math. I can barely speak sometimes. That's $3.6 million a year. Yep. She does not need that much money. But if that was in their set, if that was in their agreement beforehand he fucked himself right I, I, it makes me wonder what happened because a lot of like prenups like that will say like if so and so cheats then you have to pay this amount of money well I don't know if you said but it starts in August so he has to start paying that and it's, until, and it's until Nicole either remarries finds herself another domestic partner or official official like an official the judge orders differently which that's not gonna happen or one of them dies yeah like we yeah, that's fucking sad <laughs> like we don't want to go there <laughs> I mean, that's, but that's another but that's a stipulation <laughs> or one of them passes away so, so. that's a lot of money 3.6 million dollars but then it's like dr dre 
he had that's nothing to him i mean mm-hmm. that's penny so i don't know prenup to me i'd be like if you're not getting a coin i worked hard for my coin what did you do but, and he's still paying for both the houses that her and her mother are living in got me fucked up so like he that. like she like what is she gonna do with that like that money every month like you don't you, you got to pay like what bills you got <laughs> you know what i mean like electricity and all that. i don't know how like do they have uh, like what bills? Like, what do they have probably a like a house staff i'm sure yeah like so yeah. that's whatever but uh why don't we move on then from one crazy relationship to another that i actually was not aware of um zach efron uh, I think when I mentioned Savani, you were in shock too. Yeah, I hadn't heard this at all. And Zach so, Efron, come on, that boy, if that boy was an apple, he'd be a delicious. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> Zach Efron uh, dated a girl named Sarah Bro, and she just recently accused him of being mentally abusive. Uh, she told this source, it gradually got worse and worse. I felt very manipulated. There was there was bad moods we shut ourselves inside there was a lot of stress our communication got worse and i tried to maintain it but it was like having sand between my fingers his personality just disappeared it just was not good he was not the same person she continued i also became very dependent on him not financially but more like that of his love so when i got when i got a compliment from him which became rare i was totally high on it i might as well have been addicted on alcohol or drugs i got just as sick of it that's where i was i was so engrossed in it uh, i'm sorry engrossed in it and i felt so alone I shut myself in a lot in a relation to my girlfriends and I didn't really say anything to anyone and had such a stomach ache that I just got used to feeling that way. Uh, She goes on to claim that he, when he would get frustrated and stuff, he would be shouting at her, calling her abusive, like um, different kind of slurs against her. And so she kind of just isolated herself from everyone. Uh, I believe this all happened uh, allegedly during the beginning of the pandemic. So I imagine for someone, and this does not excuse any kind of alleged, he hasn't been like convicted of anything. So this is all alleged. Um, This doesn't excuse anybody's behavior, but I think that in the bed like being especially for an actor who's used to traveling being out and about and then all of a sudden they're on lockdown stuck in one place i think that probably triggered a dark side of him that maybe he had been suppressing or didn't really release as much and um i think she just was like in the wrong place at the wrong time you know she was in a bad spot but again it does not excuse his behavior towards her so um, what were your thoughts on Zach Efron acting a fool? Allegedly. Uh, well, you know, all I can say is it's kind of human nature to go through like some changes and things that he was going through. Um, you could tell like in pictures and videos of him and stuff like that, that there was definitely something that, cause he had changed so much. He lost a lot of weight and then he dyed his hair, that crazy blonde color. So it was like, you know, whatever. He did look like he was like going through it, you know, and that's, that's normal. People go through it all the time. And most unfortunately, when people are going through it, the people that they take it out on are the people that they are in relationships with and everything. Not that it excuses the behavior. It really doesn't, you know, but I understand it. 
and um, I, I had read some things that that relationship was toxic from jump or something that you know they very much were from the outside looking in they looked like a perfect couple and happy and you know blah 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 and behind closed doors it was just toxic all around so you know and he really hasn't come out and said anything about you know the things that she is you know saying about the relationship or anything like that he's kind of staying quiet about it and everything so I mean that's kind of a little telling too or maybe he's just you know, over it and past it or embarrassed or ashamed of, you know, his behavior through that relationship. I did know like that towards the end of that one, um, he like moved her out of the house, out of the house that they were living in together and stuff and moved her to one of his other houses and this never talked to her again. That was, <laughs> that was like kind of how he oh broke it God. off with her, you know, but I was like, at least he moved you to one of his other houses, girl. Like <laughs> he didn't put you out on the street. <laughs> You know, but still it's shitty to get treated like that and nobody really deserves to be treated like that. I hope he got, you know, some kind of help or, you know, whatever he needed to get past that point. And I really hope like he tries to, you know, mend those bridges with her at some point and own up to his behavior and stuff like that. Because it's definitely not, it's not good behavior. So, you know. Yeah. So from one toxic relate, there's a lot of toxic relationships we're going to talk about today. I just realized. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's move on to Hayden Panettiere. She is not someone who is normally in the news. Uh, she, for those of you that don't know, is an actress. Um, she's, she's had her, her share of stardom. I would say she's a good B-lister. Um, well, she admitted last year that admitted to violence, suffering from violence by her ex, Brian Hickerson. She launched mm-hmm. this huge campaign, like pro women, like against uh, for you know women against like domestic violence and blah blah blah. And she said that you know she suffered through all of this um, domestic violence from her ex. Well, now one year later, after that happened, after he's out of jail, um, they were just seen together just this about a week and a half ago now they were seen together and sources say that they're working on building a friendship people are attacking hayden saying that she is a hypocrite that she should um, be ashamed for standing you know trying to say that um basically the people are kind of saying that she was throwing a pity party at the time and now all of a sudden because he went to jail he's a changed man um yeah what are your what are your thoughts well I did read okay I didn't read into this story at all I saw the headline you know about her ex getting out and her like I don't know going back to him or something something like that and I was like what no this no but you know I I did not in all 100% honesty I didn't know about like her ex going to jail to begin with or like any part of this relationship or anything so I I'm just, I'm over here like, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Don't. It's a toxic D, girl. Must be. Dude, I'm t- it's that, yeah, it's that <laughs> toxic man with devil D's. <laughs> you can't, don't you trust them. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, oh, that's like, like that TikTok that's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. But it's like it's also like that one, like, like God's like, I got this guy for you. He's like perfect and he's great and he's sweet and family oriented. And then I got this asshole over here that's gonna treat you like shit, but he he's got a big dick. <laughs> Just, I want that one. <laughs> I want that one. 
that one. <laughs> and uh, more no. on that, uh, and more on that subject on Bitches Who Brunch, premiering July twenty seventh. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plugs uh yeah so let's take a break from the toxicity and let's move on to anna ferris Ooh, miss anna ferris okay so for those of you that don't know anna ferris is um the ex-wife of chris pratt you know i don't know if she also came out in that movie like the house bunny and stuff like that all those what were those movies scary movies and stuff like yeah, that she was funny i like her so her and her fiance, Michael Barrett, who is a producer on her podcast, um, kind of let it slip out. <laughs> well, she <laughs> did in her podcast with Gail Simmons, who is from Top Chef, um, that he is no longer her fiance. He's now her husband. So congratulations to them. They did elope. They didn't say when. I didn't see a date or anything like that. But they did elope um, at a small little courthouse in Washington State. And she said, you know, it was great. And it's <laughs> the same way it kind of slipped out to, to Gail was how it slipped out to their family. So <laughs> they didn't even tell their families. <laughs> like, <Excuse exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she said it was something how someone said, I think it was her grandmother or someone asked her, you know, how, how do you feel about being, you know, about you? going to be a step you're going to be a stepmom you know how do you feel about that and she's like well I'm a stepmom already um and she's there like what wait what what do you mean you're a stepmom already <laughs> oh by the way we eloped <laughs> oh hell no so Miss Hannah Ferris and uh Mr. Michael Barrett congratulations to them they did get married um I'm here for it I'm happy for her they look happy I haven't really followed that relationship too much but I do know that she said a lot of things about her relationship with Chris Pratt and how that one was toxic. And she's just happy to be in a relationship where, you know, the love is just all around. And she's happy for Chris with his wife because, you know, he's in a better relationship, you know, where he's at. So, you know, that's good. That's that's the adult mature thing. I, I'm here for that. You know, what do you think? Uh, I'm here for her. I like her. Um happy for her happy for chris i'm glad they got out of they were both able to recognize that they weren't good for each other and so they are i'm glad that they are to me they seem genuinely happy for each other right so but girl let me find out somebody that like in my close family eloped without telling me i'd be blasting i'll be like excuse you the fuck (laughs) and all the fucking audacity uh huh. So uh, let's move on now from Anna. I was gonna say Anna, Anna Ferris, and let's talk about Jeff Bezos, go, billionaires going to space. So Jeff Bezos, I think he's like a. They call him a centillionaire or something Bitch. like that. Yeah, there's I know. Like, they got there's like, no there's no word for the amount of money that he has. <laughs> okay, the master of the universe, Jeff Bezos. Yes, he was actually launched into space on July 20th, launched by his own company called um, Blue Origin. Now, Blue Origin has had 15 successful test flights up, you know, up into the the not hereness <laughs> into the outer of the earth. <laughs> not here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) With him went, it was a four man crew, and it was him, his brother, Mark Bezos, aerospace pioneer, Wally Funk, and a man named Oliver uh, Damon. Damon, D A E M E N. Damon, yep. 
Um, but they made history, not just because, you know, this was like, you know, whatever his, the first flight, you know, with that had like people in it, like the other 15 successful flights didn't have any people in them, but whatever. Um, but because it had the oldest person in space and the youngest person ever in space on the same flight. Mm. So Wally Funk being 82 years old and Oliver uh, Damon being 18 years old. So um, <laughs> that was the big story. But I would just like to point out they were in space for a few minutes and then they came back to Earth. So <laughs> It's not yeah. like they were up there walking the moon or anything like that. Uh, but they the, did get talking to aliens out of Mars. <laughs> they had to go hang out with the homies real quick. They, they was coming right back. <laughs> they just they went down the street up the corner. <laughs> they literally, literally were like, let's leave Earth. It's too ghetto here. <laughs> like, and then they, they got to, <laughs> they got to space and they're like, fuck that. It's ghetto. It's more ghetto up here. We're going back. <laughs> What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I can't check my Instagram here. What the fuck? I can't. <laughs> no TikTok. Oh, hell no. Let's get this shit back on Earth. You know, what the fuck, Elon Musk? I thought these goddamn rockets were going to give us <laughs> fucking Wi-Fi everywhere, bitch. <laughs> I'm right here, right next to one. I see one. How come I can't get my Instagram? <laughs> Trying to connect that Wi-Fi like somebody did give him the password. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, Jeff Bezos was the former owner and CEO of Amazon because he is no longer that so didn't his ex-wife take over Amazon now I have no idea I mean you said former and I'm like what he, he yeah, it he, no he stepped down I want to say his wife or ex-wife take took over or runs half the company or something like that so I wonder, pe- I wonder people why. were laughing because of the his spaceship the way it looked i don't know if you saw it but it is definitely a topic for bitches to brunch <laughs> uh because of the shape of his spaceship um so right. i did hear about that so yeah um let's move on to james sister charles so we're getting back into the toxicity here <laughs> a few stories at a time. sister yeah. She can't stay out of the news. She just wants to be in it. So James, Sister Charles, uh, is a beauty guru we talk about quite a few times. Well, he is actually wanting to rebrand himself. So uh, most recently, we've talked about him because of his scandals with uh, alleged, um, alleged scandals with underage young men. And, well, he had made it come back all of a sudden and he's posting videos like nothing and one thing that a lot of people are noticing is that his intros to his videos it's like little animated graphics of him like baking him playing video games and some other input like makeup so people are saying like he's trying to rebrand himself to kind of appeal to a different audience or a broader like a more broad audience because of you know he is losing a lot of followers because of all of these um, allegations. Well, he's getting some backlash because in one of his recent social media posts, he was doing his makeup while watching a gamer. And I don't know the gamer's name, but they're very popular. And in the background, like he had like wrote a caption or something and the background, everyone noticed who this gamer was and it's an underage male. And people are giving him hell because they're saying like, 
do not support him because you know the gaming community is age is, is aimed more towards young males like that i know that more than young there's grown-ass men that play video games and there's a lot of uh ladies or women that play video games i know that but the demographic is young kids young men and so people are saying that you know he shouldn't be allowed to be streaming gaming blah 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 as far as i know though james has been a like a video gamer for a long time like even before all of his scandals so i i don't know that um i agree with everyone about him not being able to like stream his gaming videos because like i said he has done that for a long time i think now he's just trying to broadcast it more on his main channel um also news is that we all know we being the people that follow like the beauty community online now that james has been pushing he has been trying to release his own like beauty line for the longest time now and it's been he announced it and then it's been delayed and delayed as scandal after scandal and people are saying this is a way for him to kind of put that on pause let people forget about it and then he'll come out and kind of just like release it so what are your thoughts on all of this shame sister issues mama first of all (laughs) honey leave the internet alone for a little while for a little while. Get away from there. Okay, here's the thing. Like, you are in scandal after scandal for allegedly fucking around with underage boys. Why would you want to change, rebrand yourself and bring into your main channel something that is predominantly, you know, done, watched, and everything by underage fucking boys? Like, what the fuck? That is so stupid. That is like, uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I don't even have an analogy for it because it is so fucking ignorant. Like, who told him? Like, he's like, hey guys, like, I'm, I want to do this instead. And they're like, yeah, James, that's a good idea. Who the fuck was that person? Like, slap <laughs> that, just karate chops the throat that motherfucker because they're stupid. First of all, if I was that person, I'd have knocked him upside his fucking flappy wavy ass fucking hair in the front and been like, is that what we really want to do, James? Like, no, you stupid. Oh, stupid's not a nice word. I'm so sorry. Should not you? No, you touched motherfucker. No, we are not. This is what we're not going to do. You know what I mean? Like, I just I can't I can't I the, the ignorance is rampant with these people with you know these the, uh, these influencers like uh, and first of all I think he should have taken a longer break from you know doing you know videos and stuff like that but you know he is where he is homie stick to baking and makeup and and all that shit like leave the other shit if that's your hobby you like to play games and stuff that's cool you know it's awesome and all but let's try to remember why the fuck were you're in the situation you're at and how the fuck you got there and how we're supposed to be trying to pull you away from this and make it better. Cause this, this is, this is not doing it. Like people are watching you through a microscope right now, you know, and you, he's just not helping himself at all. He's not doing himself any favors. He's not showing people that he's changing or attempting to or anything like that. So I just like, fuck. Like this is, fuck. I know like, like he needs to take a page out of Tati Westbrook and Shane Dawson's book. Yes. They disappeared, which they were gone. Yes. Like they were gone. They are 
Tati's barely coming back out and she's releasing content like the way she used to, like almost every other day now. And yeah. um, Shane is still a mystery. <laughs> He's like a mystery. And so um, he needs to yeah, take a page no, no. out of their books. Like he needs to be gone. He needs to be gone because to be honest, like TBH, like I, I'm starting to miss me a little Shane Dawson. Yeah. Like I liked him and I feel bad saying that because of, you know, every, all the like gross things that he did and said, but that was in his past. It wasn't like current allegations, like with James Charles <laughs> and he's been gone for a long time. And James Charles all of a sudden makes this video saying the things that he allegedly did to change during a get ready with me video that we talked about like yeah bitch no and then remember like, that baking video he did yeah what the fuck like i mean and i'm even okay with that if you wanted to like come out like like you're so pressed to be out there and put content out there and, and you miss your people in the internet and stuff like that and now you're doing baking videos hey i am down with that as long as it's not baking with boys you're fine oh. you know what i mean like cool like leave it at that but like shane dawson you're right shane dawson he's like he came in he dipped his toes in the water to see if you know shit was still like ice cold and guess what it was still ice cold so he dipped him right back out and mm -hmm. fucking bounced again like he's testing the waters he's doing things right and james charles is all it's me motherfuckers like you know what I mean? and like, he's like hey sisters i'm like no bitch like you need to stop james he if he were to come out with any kind of makeup line or anything like that right now, anything, a fucking t-shirt, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not supporting it. I will tell people not to buy it. I will tell people not to support it. So he just, he needs to take a, a full step back. This, this is stupid on his part and he needs a better PR team around him. And uh, like we used to say with those other dumb bitches, he needs better friends. Yeah. And I'm actually looking up something because James Charles is so problematic, and yet you can still buy the James Charles palette on Morphe, on Ulta. You can buy it, um, yeah, Unleash Your Inner Artist, James Charles and Morphe palette, and it's not on sale. Oh, sorry. It is on sale on Morphe. $39 is now on sale for $35. Oh, that's so sweet of them to, you know, just mark it down. But everyone else, they cut they cut them out. They were like, bye. And so, James, I'm sick of you. Morphe, you're canceled because I feel like James definitely owns parts of Morphe. I feel like all of those rumors are true. Um, prove me otherwise because, yeah. Well, they still have all of his stuff on there. They have the James Charles brush set, which is $135. They have the palette. They have the um, the whole eye thing, which I have it. Like, I'm so horrible. I have it. It's like one of my favorite brush sets. But I bought it way before all this stuff. And uh, they have the mini. So they still have a bunch of his stuff on Morphe. Morphe just, I'm not even yeah. talking about Morphe. <laughs> people need to cancel them. Like, people need to attack them, like, like that's not okay so yeah. all right so let's lighten up the mood a bit before we get into more toxic shit and let's talk about nick cannon and kevin hart Ooh, i was really hoping we were going to do this story next because i am here for this kind of shit <laughs> okay so 
Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are in the middle of prank wars with each other, which I am fucking here for. So for Kevin Hart's birthday, Nick Cannon thought it was going to be super cute and super awesome to buy him a fucking llama. Like an actual llama. Like Kevin Hart came home. There's a goddamn llama in his backyard. Like what the hell is he going to do with the llama? So he's like, all right. Kevin Hart's like, all right, I, I, I got you. You thought that was funny. Okay, I'm going to buy you a digital billboard. <laughs> so on his digital billboard, he has like pictures of Nick on there with his kids and stuff or a kid. I don't know if it's his, but it's like a kid. <laughs> and it says, for any advice on fatherhood, call my best friend Nick and plastered his actual phone number on the billboard, which I'm not going to tell people his number. If you want it, go look it up. It's everywhere on the internet. It's still his number. Like right now, he hasn't disconnected it or anything yet uh, that I know of. So he actually, Nick Cannon took this all in stride and he was, he, it was like totally like, ha ha. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I got it. So he admits that, you know, he got him good with that. He actually took a few FaceTime calls from very shocked fans to find out that that was really his number. And it's his phone number that's associated to his Instagram account. So. <laughs> Oh, he was shit. getting calls left and right. His phone was blowing up. But Nick said he didn't mind like answering. He answered quite a few of them and did some FaceTimes and stuff like that. So that's really cute. Um, and it he uh, Kevin Hart's like hashtag prank wars gotcha bitch. So I am here to see what Nick can. What would your prank back be to that if you were Nick Cannon? I don't know because I don't know like what crossing a line would be. Uh, like, he put his phone number on a billboard. <laughs> I, I'd put that motherfucker's a picture of his house with his address on my social media. <laughs> Test me. <laughs> like that's the next step. Like I would definitely probably do that. Or like, or like to scare Kevin Hart a little bit. I would like go to like his street like corners like you know like the nearest intersection to his house or something and post a picture of like his street name or something and be like go find kevin and like just post like the street name like the stop sign you know i'd probably do something <laughs> like that instead of showing like his house or address i would just be like and then you'd have millions of people just like wandering that street if you're gonna put his address you better put some shit like kevin hart's hosting a garage sale y'all be there <laughs> this sunday <laughs> And that's funny. Um, Kevin Hart said that about Nick Cannon because you know of all his damn kids. Yes, that's why that was like a that was like a jab there. <laughs> so um, I want to now talk about Lala Kent and Demi Lovato. I have this story. So written on my paper, like you can't really see it because of the thing, but written on my paper, literally what I write up for this story is Demi is a twat. <laughs> Emmy's a whole twat. Okay, let's let's just go into why they are a twat. So, Lala, whoever she is from Vanderplump Pumps, Vander Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, them whores. So from that show, she came forward and she said exactly what you and I have been saying this whole time that the whole Demi's whole California sober stuff is bullshit and a slap into in the face to people that are actually 
trying to be a hundred percent with their struggles on staying clean and sober and that it's offensive and ridiculous. And she doesn't support it at all that people that still drink and smoke weed are not sober. They're not any kind of sober. They're not in the vicinity of sober and shouldn't even use the word sober to describe, you know, what they are. I mean, she really tore into that. And that is something that we have said. And I completely agree with this girl that I have no idea who the fuck she is because she's kind of a brother. But, but I like her now. I might watch an episode of the show just because she came out and said this shit against those twats. Because fuck that bitch. What she said is true. You are not sober at all if you are partaking in a California sober. Well, Demi came out and said that the reason why she's okay with saying that, you know, the California, I'm sorry, they are okay with the California sober thing is because they say that everybody has different ways to cope with their soberness and getting cleanness that uh like just stopping cold turkey and not doing anything at all might not fit everybody that getting sober is not a one size fits all thing so you can't really put labels on it or a bitch no stop making fucking excuses because your ass still wants to get high and get drunk like fuck you like ah god i hate them so much like, I just, I can't, like, fuck her. And that's, blah, blah, fuck them. That's because they just came out with, like, this post on Instagram where they're in, like, a bra and panties. They just got done filming this episode, like, a sex scene for an episode on one of her new shows or a movie or something that's coming out. And she's like, oh, feeling, I'm sorry, they are like, oh, feeling a little, you know, good today, like, with this, I don't know ex- the wording exactly because it was so fucking stupid. I don't think anything that they do to me anymore is like, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I support this. Like, I, I'm here for, for you, person. No, fuck her, fuck her, and all her fucking ridiculousness. I can't. And uh, I told you I was in a mood. Go ahead, girl. I don't really want to comment. I don't like them. Me, stop. Those bitches are stupid. Um, We've said it like a million times, but it's just like they keep doing shit to get themselves like in the headlines and California sober. Like she's like she's saying people, they're saying people cope in different ways. No, bitch. They go, people go to rehab and in rehab, do you think that they uh, not, they like, do you think they slowly like, why do you all like okay you're here for your cocaine addiction we're gonna give you just a little bit at a time for 30 days and we'll slowly get you up no bitch you go cold turkey That's <laughs> or you're there fucking... you're there for that shit they're like okay you're here for your heroin addiction we're so sorry about that but would you like a drink because that's yeah. totally acceptable and here in rehab we will give you alcohol and marijuana to help you cope with your addiction. No, you stupid, dumb fuck. Mm. Okay. Oh, like you were hospitalized and almost died. You know what? Let me just give you a bottle of wine. You'll be fine. Just a little drink won't hurt. Bitch, go sit in the back with Candace fucking Owens, ho. Fuck <laughs> you, bitches. We <laughs> ate all of them them being Demi Lovato they don't even go here Ugh. they don't they never will so uh we talk about Lala Kent a uh f- again she's from Vanderpump Rules uh, I haven't watched the show in a few years but it was good I don't know about it I don't know if it's still on but it was like 
it was just like one of those reality shows, you know. Uh, so from one reality TV star to another, going to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane. A few weeks ago, we, I reported that Erica Jane is filed for divorce from her husband, who is an attorney. And he is being accused of embezzling money from his victims. So basically, he his victims, like he represents people that uh, like in wrongful, um, like he's basically like, what do they call it? Like ambulance chasers, you know, like they call those attorneys ambulance chasers, like if something happened to you at the doctor's office, like they sue the doctor or whatever, like yeah. he's basically one of those attorneys and they sue like big companies and stuff. Well, he, all of this, not all, but allegedly some of the settlements that he won, he was directed to pay out to his um, clients. Well, lots of them have come forward saying that they have never received a penny from their lawsuits. Well, mm -hmm. a, Erica thought, I guess, because she's filing for divorce, that she would be safe from those lawsuits. However, a judge this past week in California announced and declared that the victims can and will probably end up suing Erica Jane um, for funds, like for wrongdoing as well. Right. So, girl. What are your, do you think that Erica Jane, I know you probably don't know who she is, you're not really into the housewives like I am, but no. do you think that Erica Jane or a wife could know, like not know something this big was happening? Or do you think yes. that she knew, or do you think that she knew and was getting away with it? No, most definitely. She definitely could have not known that this was happening because Let's be honest, what wife 100% knows everything that's going on with their husband's my mom. career or my anything mom. like that? Oh, well, you know. My mom knows the penny to my dad's paycheck. Like, if he works, I'm just going to say, like, 82.7 hours, she knows to the penny how much should be direct deposited. Well, I mean, I do see that, but <laughs> there's other, there's couples that they don't have the same bank accounts or that, you know what if he like did this shit on the side and it was something, you know, it's something different that doesn't come on a usual tech stub or something like that. if a man wants to hide something, he's gonna hide something. Now flip side, people know when you're doing shady shit, your wife can know about it and they can't do anything. Like they can't question her about it or some bullshit like that. Cause you're married or there's some kind of law or something that stipulates yeah, shit like, that. like you can't. Mm -hmm. some shit like that whatever so could she have known sure could she also have had no idea absolutely because i feel like i would be that wife i would be that wife where if, if whatever my husband's doing at work i'm like all right that's his thing that's what he's got going on like tell me how much i can use from the bank account and we're good you know, so you know what i mean like with that being said what do you say that after some of these allegations came out that erica jane started moving money to offshore accounts a bitch smart i would move my money the far the fuck away from him as i could if i had a husband that was doing if i found out he was doing some shady ass shit and now you could possibly be sued fuck you you ain't taking my money too shit i'll move my shit too real quick i, I might uh, divorce his ass shit fuck you like you ain't taking like, me down i feel like she knew i feel like it i she feel like have. she might have known 
I feel like she definitely did. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. We'll find out, I guess, in court. She alleges, I saw the episode on the TV show where she came out, like, crying and saying what happened, you know? And um, yeah. she alleges she didn't know at all, but I don't know. I just find that so hard to believe. Like, I don't know. I just, where do you think all this money is, like, coming from? And then all these people like coming to you saying like where's my money like how do you not know that like okay that shit would have me questioning if i had people actually coming to me like you know where's my money your husband hasn't paid me i'd be like Like sending letters sending letters to them multi you know i don't know i i I know i feel like she knew just because of i her character in the tv show i'm like oh i feel like that bitch knew but also, I'm like, if she's getting, like, if they're getting, like, uh, letters from other attorneys and stuff, if I was just, like, a naive wife, I'd be like, oh, well, my husband's an attorney getting letters from other attorneys. That's not, doesn't seem out of the ordinary. I wouldn't open my husband's mail. So. Oh, girl. Everything gets opened in this household. <laughs> <laughs> I my, am mom, my mom be like, oh, you got a letter, and it's all the way open. I'm like, what the? <laughs> uh that's against like federal law mom the fuck (laughs) (laughs) but come on this is is my house (laughs) oh well in a mexican household you already know the latinas don't give a shit they're opening up everything they don't care oh look look what someone sent us babe (laughs) (laughs) we we got invited to a wedding we 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 got this bill but you won't pay it So we will see what happens to Erica Jane and that story. So let's move on to another reality star, Chloe motherfucking Kardashian. Here we fucking go. Just just take my pen, take my paper. I ain't trying to write shit down. It's going to be some stupid shit about her fucking baby daddy or some shit's going to be. Go ahead, hit me with it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm so Chloe Kardashian is involved in some drama between exes. So she recently posted what people would consider a thirst trap photo on her Instagram. And Tristan Thompson, her baby daddy, well, he uh, commented a bunch of emojis, including some of like the drooling face emojis. And then her ex, uh, Lamar Odom, commented the word hottie on there. And then uh, Tristan Thompson clapped back at Lamar and said, God brought you back the first time. Keep playing. Uh, Oh, no. He said, play if you want different results. In other words, saying because Lamar almost died from his overdose the first time. Right, right. Keep playing with me. Like, play with me and you'll get different results. Yeah. Um, Chloe has yet to comment on them. The comments were still there as of yesterday when I checked. Uh, what are your thoughts between, do you think this is immature? Do you think that Tristan needs to let it go because he's not with her either? What are your thoughts? And just to be clear, Chloe, as of last week, says she doesn't have intent to get back with either one of the men. But we know how that goes. Uh- <laughs> Oh, sure, Chloe. <laughs> Whatever you say, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I find it fucking hilarious, first of all. Like, Tristan, boo-boo, weren't you just, like, flirting with other women and all this shit? The fuck out of here? That ain't your girl no more. Stop trying to win her back. I mean, it probably happens. She'll probably go back. She's dumb as fuck. She'll go back when it comes to that shit. You know, 
could probably go back. <laughs> but it's stupid. Like, fuck you. If I was Lamar, I would clap the fuck back hard. Like, and talk shit back. Oh, you, like, you, but I'm petty. I'm so fucking petty. I would have thrown so yeah. much shit <laughs> in his face and talk shit. Like, he went below the belt with that one. All he fucking said was hottie. There was no need for him to bring, you know, that shit into it and everything. Like, <laughs> Fuck Tristan. Fuck all of like they. But I'm petty. I'm. I don't give a fuck. I'll be like Conor McGregor. Your wife was in my DMs. I'm like, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) By the way, we're still waiting for receipts, Conor. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah. So I'm petty as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I will go. Like I will go for the jugular. Like if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Okay. Like, I just wish Chloe would just come to her fucking senses, pick out some new guy, get past these it's dumb motherfuckers. The devil, like, devil dick. Oh, they don't even look like they got one. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It, it gets. I don't know, girl. I don't know. So, let's continue on this podcast and talk about Lance Bass. Lance Bass, for our young listeners who may not know. Uh, first of all, I'm offended. Um, he's was a, a band member of one of my favorite boy bands ever, In Sync. They were the superior boy band, um, in my opinion. Um, I agree. Well, Lance Bass did that so busy TikTok challenge where you call someone and they answer, and you're like, "Oh my god, can I call you right back? I'm so busy right now," and you hang up. Well, he did it to a bunch of celebrity friends, a bunch of his bandmates. He did it to some of the Kardashians uh, and the Jenners. Well, he tried to do it to former bandmate Justin Timberlake. And after two rings on his FaceTime call, Justin Timberlake declined the call. Lance Bass did like a live reaction. I guess he didn't realize. Well, he knew he was recording, but he didn't edit this part out. As soon as the call was declined, Lance Bass is like, what the fuck? And then he put a caption of something like when they're quote unquote too busy for you. (laughs) Girl, let me find out. I'm calling my one of my closest old friends and they deny my FaceTime call. I'd be like, uh, I'd be like that TikTok person, like, you fake as fuck. I hate you. I can't stand you. Since you want to be fake, I'll be fake too. <laughs> Leaving a whole ass voicemail. Ain't nobody listening. That'd be me. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Since you fake as fuck. So what do you think about JT denying Lance's call? I find that fucking hilarious. I would like to know his reasoning why he declined that call. Like, did he know it was going to be Lance doing something stupid? Did he do it on purpose to be funny? Was he just busy? Or was he just like, you know, I don't want to fucking FaceTime right now. You know, some people don't want to fucking FaceTime. Like, some people are just like straight texters. So if you call them or if you FaceTime them, they're like, the fuck? And they decline the call real quick. So like, you know, I, I, I would kind of like to know, like, what's up? Why you? Why you do that to Nancy? I feel like Justin is not busy because he hasn't been popping for a while. Like his yeah. last album flopped. He was in an uh, Apple original movie that I loved. Uh, he like Apple has like their own programming, and he was uh-huh. in a movie I can't remember the name of it, but it was such a good fucking movie. 
I need everyone to watch it. I don't know what it's called. Um, look it up on Apple TV. Uh, <laughs> I need everyone good. to watch this. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but find out and watch it. <laughs> yeah, just like search Justin Timberlake Apple TV, bitch. It'll be there. Um, do your own research. I'm not here to provide details. Okay. Um, so <laughs> he, other than that movie, he hasn't really been in any big blockbusters. He hasn't he's kind of a flop he's only relevant because he was like that bitch from the group from the group you know <laughs> and so he's do you know the name of it now palmer oh yes <laughs> love it oh my god so good i so couldn't good. i couldn't leave our people out there hanging without a name for this damn movie oh i love our people but fuck them they can google shit <laughs> it's like when somebody calls me and they're like um do you know where so-and-so is at Bitch, Google it. Why did you call me? Shit. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's move on from Justin Timberlake. I want to talk about Chrissy Teigen. <sighs> Girl, Chrissy. Do we really want to talk about Chrissy so Teigen? A couple of things uh, that I want to talk about <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. One is sad, okay? So one is sad for real, for real. She just posted, okay. I think it was today or yesterday, um, her dog, one of her dogs recently just died. She posted, and I feel sorry for her. Love my dog, just turned nine today. Love her. She's my heart, my soul. Love her. So, that part, sorry, Chris, taken for your loss. Like, when someone loses a pet that you've had for a long time, I don't know if you've, you've experienced this, Vani, but it's like a family member. Like, you feel like you mourn that loss, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so, like, yeah. um, yeah, so sorry, Chrissy, but girl, this is the real tea. Okay, so that feel sorry for you. Yes, blah blah blah. We're moving on. She recently posted a what people would call pity posts, a grabbing attention posts. So basically, her Instagram picture was with her laying on the sofa, and it's just like of her legs, and she had this long ass caption on it. So this is what she said, y'all. I don't really know what to say here just feels so weird to pretend nothing happened in this online world but feel like utter shit in real life going outside sucks and doesn't feel right being at home alone with my mind makes me makes me depressed makes i'm sorry makes my depressed head race but i do know that however i'm handling this now isn't the right answer I feel lost and need to find my place again. I need to snap out of this. I desperately want to communicate with you guys instead of pretending everything is okay. I'm not used to any other way. Cancel Club is a fascinating thing and I have learned a whole lot. Only if you understand it and it's impossible to know it till you're in it. And it's hard to talk about it in that sense because obviously you sound whiny when you've clearly done something wrong. It just sucks. There is no there is no whining, but there never is here anyhow. All I know is I love you guys, I miss you guys, and I just needed an honest moment with you because I'm just tired of being sick with myself all day. I don't even know if it's good to say any of this because it's going to get brutally picked apart, but I don't know. I can't do this silent shit anymore. If you or someone you know has also been canceled, please let me know if there is a cancel club reunion because I could use some time off my couch. Thank you and goodbye. I love you. Uh, of course, her statement did get picked apart. <laughs> um, 
uh, I know a lot of different podcasts that I listen to. People were torn. Some people felt sorry for her and empathy, you know, like felt uh, empathy towards her. Some people were like, well, no, you're a cancel girl. Like you should, you know, you were a bully and blah, blah, blah. I like her honesty here. I like the rawness, her honesty. I like that she didn't come out with like some video in all glam and chopped and edited and screwed and all the above, like James Charles. Um, I like that she said like, this is not a whiny corner. Like this is not a whiny session. I'm just like letting you know how I feel. Um, I think that she can make a comeback I don't think a sorry is ever good enough because once the damage is done, is done. Um, I think she just needs to give it some time and I think that everything will be okay. And I'm sorry that she's feeling that way, but you know, you reap what you sow and I just appreciate her honesty. But what are your thoughts on that long statement? Mm, I guess you could say I'm a little torn too. Um, I, I do appreciate your honesty. You know, that's, that's something that's really good if you can reflect and, and really mean it. You know what I mean? Although I, I'm, I'm different to me, and I'm sorry, does go a long way. If it is heartfelt and sincere and meant, and your, your future actions reflect on that, I'm sorry, and your, you try and make things right. You just can't say, I'm sorry, and expect the slate to be wiped clean, and when you wake up in the morning... Hey, everything's good again. No, that that's not how it works. You know what I mean? You're always going to work for that. I'm sorry that you gave and possibly give it again, you know, and maybe again and, and maybe again until, you know, shit's right. You know, that's just how I see it. Now, I think she is in the midst of understanding the impact that she had, the negative impact that she had on people and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. And then there's another side of me that doesn't really see her, you know, taking accountability. She said, it's not a poor me boohoo post, but it kind of sounded like a, a poor me boohoo post, but like in an honest way, you know, not like an attention grabbing way. You know what I mean? It's almost like she's coming to those realizations and she's voicing them you know, almost like a, she's using it as like, it's kind of sound like a diary entry almost, you know what I mean? Like a journal nice. entry. So, you know, it is what it is. Could she make a comeback? Sure. You know, I'd, I'd fuck with her again. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not going to sit here and pretend I haven't been a part of a mean girl club or anything like that. Cause I sure the fuck have, you know, uh, everybody has in their capacity to do so. And I think everybody once in their life has been a bitch or an asshole to people, you know, and stuff like that. So let's not pretend we're all sitting on fucking, you know, high horses with halos and all this shit. You know what I mean? Just fuck. But yeah, she needs to just give it a little bit more time. Yeah, I have definitely been on both parts, on both ends. I have been bullied and I have definitely been a bully. Yeah. Um, I have bully tendencies sometimes mm -hmm. even now that I have to like kind of cut back on but um sometimes I also feel like the things that I say or we say are not bullying like I don't want people because I already know I can already fucking hear the stupid ass Lovatics in the comments y'all bully Demi Lovato they don't fucking count 
when someone deserves <laughs> to get called out, they deserve, we're calling them out, okay? We are calling them out. We are state, facts for facts, America, to quote my favorite drag, one of my favorite drag queens, Monique Hart. Facts are facts, America, and we just state the facts, okay? Now, if we were just bullying someone for no reason and saying like, oh, I hate this bitch, aka, you know, whoever, I hate this bitch Harry Potter just because I hate this bitch Harry Potter, that's bullying. But facts are facts, and I just want to clarify that because I don't want no stupid-ass Demi Lovato fan to come in our comments because I'll fucking put you on blast. So <laughs> I'll, I'll bully you, bitch. Okay, anyway... Get triggered. Moving on. <laughs> on. Oh Lord, Britney Spears. Poor girl, woman, <laughs> lady. Um <laughs> woman, lady, girl. I don't know. So guys, I don't even want to rehash the last few weeks. She's in legal drama with her conservatorship. She has her own lawyer, blah blah blah. She's on the right path, hopefully, to freedom, right? Hashtag free Britney. I was hashtag kind of free Britney. And I'm still kind of there, but we'll see. Well, anyways, last week we talked about her sister, you know, saying that uh, she, you know, her sister we announced is coming out with a book. Um, she said that she's always made a living on her own. She's never taken a penny from Britney. However, a magazine outlet, The Sun, reported that Britney Spears actually owns the property that her sister claims is hers in Florida. Um, apparently, Brittany owned the property through the company Bridgemore Timber LLC since 2000. Uh, in conservatorship filings from 2009, the uh, lush, they call it the Lush Pad, and the company were even listed as purchased by Brittany Spears. However, it was later partly managed by her father, Jamie Spears, in 2012 after he became the conservator of her estate. There are also, just to be noted, no properties listed for or belonging to Jamie Lynn in Florida or the surrounding areas. So her sister's being called out, being called a liar, saying she, you know, she only ever wanted the best for her sister. She never took a penny from her sister, and yet her sister paid for her place do you have any thoughts on that girl <laughs> why you always lying <laughs> why you always lying <laughs> like for real like why lie about some shit like that if your sis paid for your shit be like okay yeah she bought me a house i'll forever be grateful for that don't sit there and be like oh i never took a penny from her and i never la 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 me no that can be said if the house was a gift. If Brittany gave that house as a gift, like didn't like the sis didn't know, like Brittany just showed up and was like, "Here's keys to your house, sis. I love you." Mwah. Then that's her not taking a penny from Brittany, because that's not something she asked. Like it's not money she asked for. It's not, "Hey, sis, can you buy me a house? You know, hey, you got money now? Can you spend it on me?" <laughs> like that'd be the, that, that's like the only thing that I could like. I don't know. I just feel like she's coming out trying to save face or. You know, trying to, because everyone's getting backlash over this because I am 100% free to be. So, uh, you know, I just, is this damage control? Maybe damage control. I don't know. I don't know what her shit is. Maybe she's being a spoiled, bright ass sister that just wants to, to, oh, my sis is in the headlines. I got to be in the headlines too. You know, whatever the fuck. It's just something so trivial and stupid to lie about. You know what I mean? Or she just could be one of those asshole siblings that, 
just like oh, I never took no fucking money from her you know what I mean just to make themselves look good and and it's not working that's not what's happening and I don't have the whole story but I do want to mention people should go look at Britney Spears Instagram she's obviously having a lot more freedom because she is posting some wild shit on those Instagrams she is posting like things i'm not quoting her because i don't have it verbatim but she's posting things like if you don't like to watch my dancing and my crazy videos something something like screw you fuck off she puts like the middle finger emoji she's like um if you don't like to watch my awkward painting videos then screw you this that she is like cussing everybody out on the internet girl britney is unleashed I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I would be tired of that shit too. I, after years and years of people scrutinizing me and, you know, saying shit and whatever, just, I'd be like that too. Like, if you don't fucking like me, if you don't like looking at my shit, go fuck yourself and don't look at my shit, you know, mm-hmm. period. But flip side, Brittany, homegirl, you're putting it out there. So you got to take that shit back. You got to take like, if you be can't careful, girl. Sing it, don't dish it out. Don't put it out there. Don't do any of that stuff. You are a public person on a public platform. You are going to get love, hate, ridiculousness. Like, like, girl, get over it. Like, you, you can say what you want to say, but people are going to come to your post and do it anyway. So, meh. She's adding fire to the, like, like fuel to the fire. She, yeah. she has to remember she's in a legal hearing for her to see if she's a sound of like sound mind and those posts don't come off as someone to sound mind so she needs to be careful because her lawyer i couldn't imagine her lawyer probably calling her and cussing her ass out about those posts i'm sure because i mean to be honest i i hate to say this um i wouldn't be surprised that her lawyers after a while end up dropping her that's just what i was gonna say if i was a lawyer fighting for her like that and everything like there you know there's just i I would be i would be pissed i'd be like look quit this shit or i'm not gonna represent you you are damaging the case you're down you know you're not doing yourself any favors stop stop do this later wild out after the case yeah (laughs) wild out after i get my coins (laughs) After we get your after we get your coins into your name, wild out, girl. Say what you want to say. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, couple last stories here. Uh, we're gonna end off the show on a kind of like a little sad note, but we do want to uh, remember someone. So before that, though, I do want to talk about the Rock leaving the Fast and Furious franchise for good. Uh, um. For those of you that don't know, um, I, The Rock is in the Fast and Furious, and I haven't watched Fast and Furious since, like, the second movie or the third one, because I was Tokyo Drift. I think that's the third one. I was like, girl, yeah. this ain't it. Like, this ain't it. This is not giving what was supposed <laughs> to be given. And so I stopped. And they're on Fast and Furious, like, 14 or 15 now. I don't, bitch, I don't know. Anyways, um, nice. for those of you, bitch, okay, whatever. <laughs> After, like, that's that's ridiculous it's not fucking harry potter anyways as long as it has on in it i'm here for every single one so for those of you who don't know uh rock dwayne johnson is his name but we all know him as the rock he has a feud that's been long lasting with co-star vin diesel everyone 
everywhere knows that. Even me who hasn't watched it since Tokyo Drift, okay? Um, well, they had a massive falling out on the set of Fast and the Furious, and it wasn't, you know, like I said, we all know that. And neither one of them have yet to actually say, like, what exactly happened they kind of like hinted at it and stuff but the rock actually wrote a little shadiness on his instagram saying my female co-stars are always amazing and i love them my male co-stars however are a different story some conduct some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals while others don't the ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. Candy asses. When you watch this movie next April and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling, you are right. Then he goes on and basically says that he wishes the cast and um, of the Fast and Furious well in all future movies that they're going to do without him. Okay, hold on. When this movie comes out in April? Well, yeah, I, I don't know if this this quote may have been pulled from like a previous movie or something, but it's just now like surfacing. Like people are saying like he's being shady, I guess, because of, uh-huh. I don't I know. Like, uh, that's not able spoiling that Fast 10's coming out April next year. Uh, it, girl, that wouldn't have been me. That would have been me. That would have been The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, what do you think of his shadiness? Do you, do you think that they should just like come out and say it? Like, what the fuck happened? Like, I don't know exactly what started that feud, but I mean, I remember hearing about it, and there was like some shit between him and Vin Diesel, whatever the fuck. I, yeah, it's whatever. You get two big egos in the same room, it's gonna happen, you know. And I'm sorry, The Rock could sit there and say all this shit but he is just as full of himself he is just as like whatever he is so dramatic he's so over that candy ass he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> i can't with you this ain't the fucking wwe bitch like oh no it's not the wwe <laughs> i can't stand him like whatever like shut up make the fucking movie flex your fucking muscles do your little one-liners and shut up <laughs> fight with it. I would I would pay to see him in the diesel fight though. I really would. Yeah, like that's a pay-per-view we need. Yeah. That'd be oh, yeah. it'd be a that'd be a good fight though. It would. Um, it really would. So let's end the show with some sad news. We had a passing of someone, uh Biz Marquis. Bonnie, you wanna kind of share that with our listeners? Yes, yes. My heart was completely broken when I saw the news and the story broke that Biz Marquis did sadly pass away last Friday at 6.25 p.m. in a Baltimore, Maryland hospital surrounded by his family and his wife. Now, reports say that um, his wife was holding his hands as he took his last breath and his family were around him. The hospital staff was amazing, comforting the family, you know, telling them that he fought super hard there towards the end. Now, uh, what he did pass away from was he had complications from his diabetes. It got really bad about a year ago, and he's been fighting it in and out of the hospital since then. There have been reports that he had been in and out of a coma. Um, They're saying that that was not exactly true, but he did suffer quite a bit over this last year. Um, Sadly, he did succumb to that. Now, for those that don't know, Bismarck, he did hit his height 
back in 1989 with his song Just a Friend and that hit the top 40 in multiple countries and then that went platinum which kicked off his career now his career did span over music where he knew he was you know an artist and then it went into acting as well as stand-up comedy DJing and then producing music himself so he had a very very vast career and he was just beloved by a bunch of people one of my favorite things that I did see him do was when he was he came out of Men in Black and I think it was the second Men in Black and um, he played like a postal worker that where they were aliens and stuff and he was beatboxing and all this stuff so I mean it was really cool I grew up listening to him and stuff so he you know he will be sadly missed and you know kind of you know he was he was young he was 57 so complications from diabetes that's you know that's just uh, my heart goes out to his family and his wife and everything and definitely definitely may he rest in paradise yes sad news and uh, that's uh what a way to end the show but i felt like we couldn't amongst we couldn't like include that amongst all the other idiots that we talked about today so like he would have it in with all the other crazy madness um dramatic idiots that we talk about every week so uh yeah rest in paradise and yeah that is going to be it for this week's show remember everyone bitches who brunch will be available on all podcast platforms this tuesday july 27th um you do not i cannot stress enough you do not want to miss the first episode the second episode third episode fourth episode but I, I mean you do not want to miss them <laughs> you're going to love it um yeah so that is it for this week's podcast thank you all so much for listening remember as soon as we can get our patreon page going uh, we will have exclusive video content there uh, we will have our before the show after show stuff um our videos we're, we are not posting our videos on youtube right now because we're saving them exclusively for patreons and so once we start growing that audience you can expect a whole bunch of just different content for you all there. So thank you all so much for listening. Remember, Bitches Who Brunch, Tuesday, July 27th. We love you guys. Have a great one. Bye.